Welcome to Idiot Box Podcast, where a couple of idiots overanalyze the actions of other idiots on TV. My name is Ray, and these are my co-hosts, Hannah. Hi. And Adam. Hello. We're here to break down the latest season of ABC's The Bachelorettes. That's right. I said Bachelorettes with an S because they put two women um, as the leads this season, and it is already a mess. I know you guys probably are thinking you don't need another Bachelor Nation podcast, but trust me, we are so much more. We're going to be talking about all your favorites from Survivor to maybe Below Deck. We love reality TV, and we are here to talk about it. All right. So let's start off by giving our first impressions of the show in three words. Go ahead, Adam. All right. So three words. It's very easy for me this week. Nate is Bay. That's just correct. That's just just the correct statement. That's just, yeah. No complaints. No rebuttal. (laughs) What about you, Hannah? Uh, So mine's going to be stepping on toes. Mm. It's going to be my three words because things are getting spicy this week. It's so spicy. It was a spicy little episode. Raymond, what'd you put? I have planes aren't cars. And I don't want to fully (laughs) go into why that is my three words until later in the podcast. But planes aren't cars. And I need everyone to remember that. Because there's people who are on the show who keep comparing planes and cars as if they are the same thing. So they're not. They're not. They're simply not. That is so funny. (laughs) Or the future. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? It's a it's a hard thing to learn, but once you get it, it makes sense. One flies, one doesn't. But we'll go with it. Um, huh. the, <laughs> so our most dramatic moment ever this week is Gabby and Rachel sending Chris home. Who I didn't know who he was before this episode. If I'm being completely honest, none of us did. No, none of us did. <laughs> um, I had to go look him up online. To be honest, I was like, okay, I've never seen that face before, and I searched through the bios to figure out who he was. But they sent him home just before the rose ceremony because he started talking about the fantasy suites, fantasy suites, and it is literally week two. And, and, week and, and two. by their time, in reality, it's been four days. Maybe, maybe four days. It might be three days. <laughs> And this mofo is talking about fantasy suites. Um, fantasy Hannah, suites. What did you think oh, about the situation? And give me oh, a little rundown. Oh my god! I think <laughs> I was like, I watched the show today at like eight in the morning, um, and I think I just was like repeatedly chanting, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Because um, I just couldn't fathom what he was saying. Uh, but I feel like the girls handled it so well. My like my favorite reaction about it was I can't remember if it was Gabby or Rachel. Um, and they were like, I haven't even talked to Chris. And he's talking about fantasy suites. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is they a don't even know who point, he is. Sister. They don't even they know, don't who, know he, who, he who he is. Then I think one of them goes up to them, goes up to him when they're ready to like pull him. And they say, nice to finally meet you. I think Chris said that. <laughs> no, you're said right. That to he, them. Did. he did. You're right. He did say you're right. You're right. You're right. I had it written down. Chris so they come them. up to them. He goes, nice to finally meet you iconic iconic like i do have so i didn't know who chris was either before this episode uh but he gave me a very strong vibe mm-hmm, would either of you like positive. to guess would either of you like to guess the word that he reminds me of Ooh. I, three oh. two one j-r-o-t-c j-r-o-t-c think about high school the r-o-t-c boys <laughs> And how Damn. they take everything so seriously. There's a couple guys this season that are like that. Things but are yes, just a I'm little too intense. Just a little too intense. 
Like, you know, like when you would piss off one of the boys in JROTC in high school, they'd come up to you and you'd be like, I am a soon to be US Marine. You cannot make fun of me like that. And you'd be like, you're you're in my mm. AP Calc class. Like, it's fine. Like, I can make fun of you. Um, you're on the same <laughs> level. <laughs> like, literally, we're the same. You are not. I don't care that you're a future army be- veteran. Like, it hasn't happened yet, buddy. Um, I, mm, mm, there's so many bad pieces of it, but what what do you guys get from it? Um, I think the man is delusional. Um, mm-hmm. I think he he seems a little socially unaware because he tries to control every situation like he did that one. He was even trying to explain away what he was doing while they were telling him, like, you cannot be talking about these things. You're getting ahead of yourself. And and I think it was Rachel that said, like, you're literally sitting here trying to explain yourself when you could just be apologizing. So yes. I think yes. he's, I think he's just he's delusional. And yeah. uh, I'm glad they sent him home. Okay. I actually have so i'm glad i sent him home too i am this is not a chris stan account by any means but i do have a hot take better fucking uh-oh, not be uh-oh. better not be <laughs> we, need, we need we need a button where a noise comes up for a hot take it's like a sizzle oh, or that's something. a good idea um like on twitter there's like sizzle. a racist dog there's a racist dog <laughs> account on twitter and so anytime a tweet reads is like racist racist dog account will just retweet it and go bark bark <laughs> something like that that's really funny um, alright hot take goats so I don't think that his thoughts on not wanting his future potential fiance to have sex with someone who may end up just being his homie right before they get engaged is a bad take I don't think that that is wrong I don't think that that is unfair I think that that is a rational way to feel. And I'm not saying everyone should feel this way, but I think it's a ra- not a rational way to feel if the person that you're supposed to, supposedly, which this is The Bachelor, so none of these people are going to be together forever, most likely. Nope. But supposedly, you're supposed to be with this person for the rest of your life, and you know that less than a week before you got engaged, they were literally having sex with your homie. Um, and this goes for the guys, this goes for the girls, this goes either way. Um, cause I used to be of the field that like, well, you signed up for this, you should know this, blah, blah, blah. But then I kind of like watched Susie and the whole Clayton thing last season. And like, Susie was very earnest in the fact that like, it really made her uncomfortable knowing that he had sex with Gabby and Rachel before he supposedly wanted to choose her. And I never really saw it from that perspective. The last time something similar happened was like Maddie and, and Pete on Peter season, but she was like a virgin. So I was annoyed that she didn't tell him that she was a virgin because that's completely mm-hmm. different. Um, but I see his perspective, but I do think they were right in sending him home. However, because he was talking about it literally after not even communicating with them once. He's literally talking about having sex with them before he's even had a full-blown conversation with them. It gives and creepy vibes. Absolutely. But I think we're missing we're missing a really vital piece of why <laughs> he's fucked. <laughs> the number one reason why he's fucked is that when the men asked him, oh, are you going to share that with them if you get there? You're right. Was that was fucked up. Undecided. That was fucked up. He's now like it's based on the situation. Playing mind games. Like that yeah. is evil. If that is a value, and it was Susie didn't Susie pull the same shit. She didn't tell Clayton that she would did she? I can't recall. So, I feel like she so didn't. Behind the scenes, I, I think I think she definitely didn't tell him before, obviously, but she 
like I think they made her last because like the producers made her go last knew. because they knew she had an issue with it, which is so, so fucked up. It's so fucked up. So fucked up. The producers of The Bachelor are criminal. They deserve jail. Prison. Prison. I said this last episode, but I want to be one of them. Um. Oh, me too. I could could get in there and just mix that little pot. I love how you guys are like shitting on these people and then you're like, I want to be them. No, I I want to be them. I'm a bad person. I'm down here. Absolutely. I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. I I know it. Will never shit on the Bachelor producers. I am not shitting on them. I will say that some decisions they make are fucked up, but I will never, ever shit on them because they work harder than anybody who has ever existed ever. Um, harder the things than the devil? That they can you say happen, that for a fact? I can say that with a full fact. Um, okay. I can say that for certain. Everything that they do is so calculated and evil, but also they, the things that they allow to happen are just chef's kiss um (laughs) (laughs) so good i love it okay but can we so we talked about how he's like like you know i'm talking he was talking about nice to finally meet you like do you think this is appropriate and then when they finally kick him out even before he comes back we'll get to that Mm. he goes Mm -hmm. he goes how does this work Ooh. I just <laughs> walk in this direction. I literally, Where do I, I have, go? I literally want to take a pair of children's scissors and cut his dick off when he said that. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that is such a fucking manipulative, like, condescending mind game type shit. Like, just like, how does this work? Like, fuck you. That's you know how it exactly works. what you're supposed to be <laughs> doing. Fucking move your little stupid fucking JROTC legs and get the fuck Magic closer to the cars. You fucking that That triggered something inside of me. As and that's the only way I can explain it. Anyway, sorry. As you've all been angry today, damn. So <laughs> Hannah, Hannah brought up a really good point that I almost forgot completely. And that's that after the girls sent him home, and I, like I said, it was right before the rose ceremony. They sent him home. He then turns around and walks directly back into ha- to the house through the front door. So I'm just like, oh how did gosh. no one see Thank this? you, producers. Thank you, producers. Thank you, producers. They were, yeah, <laughs> no, like, they you know what happened behind, were- behind, the, behind the scenes? He was probably like, can I go back in? I have a couple things to say. And the producers were like, absolutely. Fuck yeah, you can. <laughs> Walk right Fuck back yeah. in. Fuck <laughs> yes, you can do that. Right. Don't even right. ask. Just do. Do you, do you want some conversation ask. pointers of things you could say? <laughs> do you need some water? Can we pay you more to stay? Oh, does anyone recall walked- what What does he say when he walks in, Adam? Do you remember? Uh, I don't. He goes and he says, I need to talk to everyone. He says, He's friends. like, friends. 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 Can I talk to you? friends. friends? <laughs> He's, this is important. I need. I, so where's Hayden? I need one to find thing, Hayden. I, and I, this is another hot take. I, am I team Chris Loki? I don't know. I just think he's a great villain and I want him to stay. No Loki, one knows he's why. He's such a good yeah, villain. Um, <laughs> he said, I said, he's an alpha. He said that, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, when he came back in, he literally grabbed all the guys he thought could have potentially been talking shit about him to the girls. And I literally said, that is alpha shit. Like, that is alpha behavior. Like, I really respect it. You walk in and you literally are like, hey, you, 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 come sit down with me and have a conversation. I was like, you know what? Respect. No respect. Are, are you going to start a Chris it. fan account? Are you going to start I, I love Chris Twitter? It. <laughs> oh, he was like standing Look. over them like he was like their their professor and he was like teaching them something. Oh, like, he's so opposite. I would like, hate Chris. In oh person, I would want to punch Chris in the face. I, I wanted to punch him. Choke I wanted him. to punch him. Which is why yeah. he's not on today's Fuck Mary Punch because it's too obvious. Thank fucking God. 
Jesus um, Christ. I don't remember. So We're going to find out later. He comes back in, pulls the, pulls like the six guys he thinks could potentially be talking shit about him. And we'll go into detail about the people who were talk- who did tattle on him later. But yeah. he he comes back in and he's like talking to them being like, so who exactly said this? What happened? Da, 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 da. And the guys are like telling them what I happened, what they said. They were very honest about I did it. it. it was and then me. the girls Thank come you. back and they're like, um, we literally told you to leave. What are you doing here? Get out. You saw <laughs> like the day crowd. There was like a crowd of the, the bachelor guys, like all just like standing behind Gabby and Rachel, like, yeah, get the fuck out. Like, but was who was the ringleader of it? It was like, Nate. Nate immediately oh, yeah. jumped up. Yeah. He, like, he said, be he, a gentleman. He, no, he, first he was like, he's like, oh, you want him to leave? Or like, oh, they asked me to leave? And then he... <laughs> Nate is like, Bay. May I remind Nate, you, Nate is Bay. Nate is Bay. Have my babies. Thank you. Okay. Enough about Chris for now. We'll have more to talk about Chris, Chris later for him. sure. Don't you guys worry. Um, let's move on to literally my favorite segment that has ever existed ever, and it is called Gabby's Gabs. Um, Gabby's where we talk Gabs. about the wonderful quotes that Gabby Wendy is that how you say her name? Gabby Wendy says every say. single week. She's the funniest person that's ever been on reality TV, and I fully believe it because she's not. She's not being fake. A lot of people who are funny on reality TV are, are going overboard to try to be funny. And Gabby just is. And it's the way she says things and the things that she says. It's the combination of the two. It's great. Is it is Adam, it bad that I want off? is it bad that I want Gabby to not find love so that she ends up on paradise? Like Correct. Is, it, is that bad? Okay. That's best um, case scenario Gabby for us. To end up with me. <laughs> I mean <laughs> me too. You're, get get in line. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So my favorite quote from this week from Gabby is uh, when they were in the helicopter and she goes, I do roller coasters just fine, except for uh, being afraid. (laughs) (laughs) I think I missed that. (laughs) That is so funny. I love her so much. Oh, God. Who's Um, next, Hannah? I'll go next. So mine, it's short. It's sweet. It's about our... Our favorite king of the episode, Ray's new boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Gabby says to Chris, uh, after he's done doing his little pageant segment, she goes, honestly, no questions. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, no questions. After when he, she asked well, everyone like, else, they've asked everyone else questions. He I can't specifically wait to talk was about like, well, do you guys have any questions? And she was like... Honestly, Honest, no questions. Yeah. Matter of fact, We're no good. questions. I, You've answered everything. You've answered everything. I paused the show and went back and re- rewatched it because it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was the highlight um, of my morning. As it should have been. Um, so mine is also from her date with Nate. Um, Nate, a.k.a. Bay, as Adam likes to call him. Um, mine is... And it was, I've never met a mature man. And it was like when they were kind of going back and forth bantering. And he was like, I've never met a mature woman. And like, they were like, kind of like had little cute voices while they were saying it. And it was, she's so good at just like throwing little jabs that are so true. Because have so you ever met good. a mature man before ever? Ever? Oh. Probably not. No. No. For sure not um, motherfucking Clayton. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking and- of jabs, I did. Oh, did you have more to say on that? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I speaking of jabs, I wanted to also one more quote, a bonus oh, quote this week, yes. because what Gabby said to Chris at the end was fucking beautiful, and we all need to fucking praise this queen. You ready? She said, 
we can help make this decision at this point. I don't want anyone to be thinking about Fantasy Suites. It's so early. We don't even know if we have a connection. And it sounds like you have pretty sure thoughts on it. So to not even put you in that place, I do think it would be time for you to go. And Rachel just goes, I'm going to agree with her. Iconic. <laughs> Fuck Iconic. you. I loved it. I loved it. She Fuck is, yeah. Oh, she's like behavior. Like, I can only imagine how powerful she felt in that moment. Like that wasn't a script. That came from her brain. Yes, ma'am. She thought the words and she said the words. I could never. She's a Capricorn no, queen. That was word she knows for what the fuck she's saying. I love Absolutely. it. Um, before we get into uncomfy moments. Um, before uncomfy moments. Yes. Actually, can we get a Gabby Wendy reality TV show? If she doesn't get a reality TV show after this season, I swear. Like every single network is dropping the ball. Bravo better pick her ass up right the fuck now. Um, If if one of the channels gave Nick Jonas and his wife a reality show for a few years that literally nobody watched. No offense, Nick or Kevin. You mean Kevin? Kevin. It was Kevin. Kevin. People would watch a Nick one. (laughs) People would. No, it was Kevin and Danielle and their little children and no one watched it. They need to put their resources why, toward Gabby. Why Kevin? Sorry, Kevin, but why Kevin? Because he was the like, only married one at the time, and they wanted to do like a married Jonas TV show. It was pro- I never watched a single episode. Most. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Facts. Moving on. Moving on. Um, before our <laughs> uncomfy moment segment, I want to do a little update on how we feel about the dynamic between Rachel and Gabby because, girls, I have thoughts. Ooh, I have a lot start of thoughts. Us off, Raymond. Start us off. So oh, let me let me go, scroll to my notes. Um, I do not think that Rachel is enjoying this. And no. look, this is not supposed to be a Rachel hatred podcast because I don't hate I don't hate Rachel. I don't. I really don't hate you. Coming one. <laughs> <laughs> I she gives insecure in like the most like highest level. The mm-hmm. highest, highest, highest level. Um, and I think Gabby can see it because mm-hmm. to to reference your three words from earlier, the um, stepping on toes or – yeah, stepping on toes. Mm-hmm. Gabby didn't want to step on get um, Rachel's toes because Rachel had been getting, you know, like rejected. And finally, the guy that – Gabby also liked Logan – kisses her and shows her validation but logan also kissed gabby during that same date and because rachel seemed so gung-ho about it gabby kind of was just like all right yeah no like i'm gonna let you kind of have your do your thing and like ooh, and like i just don't see this and and, like maybe they are still close because they're posting and like doing interviews together now post show and they seem fine they have a choice (sighs) no i don't think they have a choice at all um, but I just, I really feel like it's not, it's, it's not all like paradise with them. It, it's not there all be, like there beautiful can be resentment underneath and they can just be like holding that in while they're just putting up a happy face. So yes, they might not be getting along, but on the surface they, then they are. I think they're getting I, I, along. I think it's more like yeah. under the surface, like tension. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I like. I don't think. I really don't think that like Rachel sits. I don't. Because imagine in such a high stress situation. I I try to picture myself in it, and I would never allow myself to be put in that situation because I know I couldn't handle it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm already fucking unwell enough. I don't need to add that to the I don't mix. Know how anyone but, handles it. But I don't think Rachel's sitting there in her brain thinking like, fuck Gabby, I fucking hate her. She's a devil demon. <laughs> I don't think she's sitting there thinking those thoughts. Like, I wish she was dead so I could be here by myself. But I think yeah. 
it's like this like um this like level of just like jealousy is probably my guess is what yeah, we're just feeling. Yeah. It's pure jealousy, yeah. but that's gonna little that's gonna boil and it's gonna get hotter and hotter until it's taking over her whole damn body and then it's going to be like mm-hmm. fuck you, Gabby. But I think both of the girls, they're two nicer <laughs> girls. Neither of them were the mean girls. They're no. never going to say that to each other's faces if, if there's any form of resentment. Girl, it would be so different, but she's really not. So she seems very nice. But she's not. And so I think that like even now, I bet they are friends. I bet they do go to di- like eat dinner together after an interview. I bet they do text sometimes, but it's kind of just like, you know, those friends that like you always kind of a little bit fucking hate, but like yeah. you still, they're still in your life. You still love them, but then there's a little part of you that just kind of wants to like stab them a little. I think that's, <laughs> I think they're, they're, but they're there not are people that aren't, there are people that are not meant to be besties and you're kind mm-hmm. of always in competition. I've had friends like that where you, you think you're like absolute best friends, but you're constantly in competition with each other. That's probably how Rachel feels. I don't think Gabby feels that way. Though. I don't think Gabby feels think, that at all. No, Gabby's just chilling. When, when Rachel walked down the stairs and saw Gabby kissing Johnny and she Oof. was like, oh, I'm not having a connection with already two of the six guys here tonight. And this is not going well. Like she, she was mm-hmm. probably panicking. So absolutely, I, I think Rachel is feeling the pressure. Rachel is feeling the heat, and mm-hmm. Gabby sees it. And Gabby is trying to help, and that's why she didn't Being tell nice. uh, Rachel that Logan and her kiss as well. So oh, yeah, I thought it was yeah. really, really nice of Gabby to do that because she saw that Rachel was insecure. She saw that Rachel needed needed that 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 at that moment. So. Yeah, it's ugh, it's just not going good for Rachel right now. I um, uh, yeah, I agree. I think my biggest thing with between like Gabby and Rachel and like I don't like comparing them, but it's it they're literally both the Bachelorette. Like it's difficult mm-hmm. to yeah. not compare them because they are such complete opposite. Which again, side yeah. note, and I think we may have said this last week, but the fact that any of these guys are having trouble figuring out which one they like is insane <laughs> to me because they're so fucking different. They're literally two completely different individuals. Opposites. Actual mm-hmm. opposites. And literally. like not in a bad way for either one of them, but they no. like, just opposite individuals. My biggest gripe with Rachel, and it's probably not actually something she's actively doing. It's probably more like a defense mechanism is that she tries to come off perfect too much when she's talking to the guys in big groups, when she's even on one-on-one moments, she's, I don't feel like in those moments, she's like really letting down her walls and being herself. And I think it comes through very strongly, at least watching it. And I imagine maybe in person, it really feels that way, which is probably why some of the guys aren't like gravitating Vibing. towards her. Mm-hmm. Gabby, the reason it's a lot of guys like are starting to like her. embellishing her own personality. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Gabby is being herself authentically 100%, whether that's goofy and stupid mm-hmm. or serious and authentic, like she's just being herself. And so it's easier to like gravitate towards a person who you can tell is being who they truly are. Whereas I don't think, I don't think we've seen like authentic Rachel. I think in the interviews it is like the only time we really see Rachel. Cause that's when she's on. Mm-hmm. She says one thing when she's in front of Jesse and, and Gabby about how happy she is. And like, she's like, I'm so glad I have her with me. But then in the interviews, you can see her insecurities where she's like, I don't know. This is like, do these guys even like me? Like, what am I doing yeah. here? Like it's a completely different she knows, person. She doesn't know how to break down her walls. She's like, no. she doesn't actually know how to open up and, and be honest with people. Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, I, I can't judge her. She's on TV. So maybe this is yeah. hard for her. This is like a lot of pressure. And for Gabby, she's a little bit more confident. And so like mm-hmm. she doesn't 
worry as much about the cameras. Like we don't, we don't know Rachel outside yeah. of this world. So to be fair, we really don't know Rachel at all. So no. I mean, I, I know I've been shitting on Rachel a lot, but we, you know, to be fair, I can't judge her. She's on TV. This is hard. So yeah, and I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I was like, just kind of thinking of the same thing. Like, why is it like so easy for Gabby, so hard for Rachel? Rachel doesn't seem like she's like the most shy person. But then I was like, again, kind of putting myself in her shoes, and I'm just like, I can't even fathom. I'm sitting at a table with a guy that I don't know. There's who knows, like 30 people at least watching them. There's big lights, cameras, <laughs> mm-hmm. you have a microphone. The guy next to you is profusely sweating. You have food in front of you. You're not allowed to eat. You're yeah. trying to remember, like, does my hair look okay? Am I sucking in? Does my, cause they're always, their boobies are about to always pop out. So it's like, is my booty in? Like, what's the angle? Where's my arm at? Okay. Pay attention to him. What's he saying? What's he thinking? How do I respond? Oh my God. The producer is giving me a thing. Like, I too, my me wow. opening up and having yeah. a personality, that would be the last thing on my mind. Facts. That's I would just so be like, fair. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I am just not somebody who's just like my whole life has just never fucking cared what people think. Gabby, I'm sure obviously everyone deals with insecurities. Everyone's like, you know, self-conscious. But like she, I just feel like has an easier time just turning off that part of her brain. So yeah. always she's going to come off as more chill. So as much as I am um, a Rachel complainer, I am not a Rachel <laughs> hater, and I Absolutely. do explain it. I do feel bad for her. I get it. So actually, that yeah. I just realized that was one of our uncomfy moments. My thing was literally pitting the women against each other. Um, yes, and that's kind of mm. what that was. It's it's definitely we're getting the narrative where they're definitely kind of showing that some guys like Rachel more, some guys like Gabby more, a lot more. We're seeing a lot more guys like Gabby currently. Um, yeah, but it, it's definitely like they're they're painting, they're like teeing it up that this is going to be. There's going to be moments where they're going to be specific guys who really kind of throw wrenches in their situation. And I think Logan is one of the main ones, if I'm being honest. Um, Enough about that for now. Let's go back to our good friend, my bestie, Chris. Um, And let's just kind of let's start off with his with his pageant moment. Let's do it. Because, girl. Oh, my God. What the fuck was that? So that first was we have weird. It's a high school musical, Troy Bolton, get your head in the get game your, moment. Get your, head. Get, your, get your head in the game. Where he's just sitting <laughs> with the basketball and it's like his rhythm. It. I've the, never hated anything more. So then he asks this room of predominantly white people who are known to have no beat to clap and stamp <laughs> on cue. That is difficult <laughs> enough. And then he has the audacity in his little JROTC little little personality to come off screen and goes that went well because it showed off my three characteristics i'm an alpha i'm in the top four (laughs) (laughs) i'm an alpha that has leadership skills i like music i like sports that's not music that is Please, someone Rachel else. Tell me, tell me what you oh think. My God. Um, I want to read exactly what I put down for my notes for Chris. And it's a lot, so just <laughs> bear with me. And I might fuck it up, but we'll see. I'm ready. It says, 
Chris wants them to to do a beat as he dribbles question mark question mark and it's not good but he thinks it is he thinks it showcases his leadership skills love of music and sports question mark question mark says he's the number one alpha leader question mark question mark who is this man and why is he working overtime for me to hate him um omg he's singing I hate this so much Rachel to my east Gabriella to my west I'm here to prove my prove my fits the best that's what he's saying y'all isn't that a Justin Timberlake and T.I. song from middle school? It's like, I turned my head to the east. I don't see nobody. I turned my head to the west. To the okay. west. There's nobody. And that's what I thought of personally. I said, is this plagiarizing? Plagiarizing T.I.? Not him plagiarizing. Um, and then I said, what's my I missed that song. It's always And then I said, what am I watching? I don't know what that was. And he kept singing. Like, he's, oh, oh my God. Later on, he was like, um, I'm gonna go to that party by invitation, though. But it was like he said it with a, like in a song, singing way. Yeah, and I wanted to literally jump off of a cliff. I wonder how it felt when he was sitting anymore. in a room of his family as the show aired. You know, all of his loved ones around him, and then having to watch your loved ones watch you do that on television. No, literally, you can't bounce back. I would not watch this episode if I was Chris with my family. Like, that doesn't no. – why would I do that? You know no. you're leaving. Like, but he's a narcissist. Um, he has no idea so that he looked bad. Before we get off uh, Chris, I did want to also read the quote that he said, which was oh, uh, yes. one of my favorites favorites of the episode. Uh, we should have a Chris's Gabs if we if this <laughs> didn't kick up for the show this episode. Um, this man – and I, word for word, because I had subtitles on, and I was pausing frequently to write this all down. Um, right on. This was after the this was after the date card was issued. <clears throat> Chris, honestly, like for you guys who are going, the six of you, there's some people, including myself, who they don't need a test with right now, who they already know how they feel. But for those of you who are going, it's awesome for you guys. Hope you have a good time. I was like, no, he didn't. First of all, we already talked about how this man had not had a conversation Zero with conversation. Gabby or Rachel. No. Zero so what does he? What, how does he think they know how they feel about him? That makes zero sense. They so, can smell his alpha zero. pheromones. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it was it was the Troy Bolton basketball oh my song God. that did it for them. <laughs> I mean, her name is Gabriella. It fits. I'm sorry. You are the music Ooh, in me. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Before we get off our favorite song, sorry. Oh, Before shit. we get off, okay, Don't should we rewatch started. High School Musical though? Like, because I'm all about it. I want it all four. Is there four? I don't know. One hundred. Sure. What were we talking um, about? Before? There are only three high school movies, high school musical movies that matter. Let's be honest. Facts. You're right. Okay. Before we get off of Chris, I want to talk about all the boys that tattle on him. And <gasps> so mm. this one threw me for a loop because basically all, all the guys called him out. Nate called him out. Quincy called him out. Jordan called him out. Um, a couple of other guys. Logan called him out when he talked about the fantasy suites and stuff. There were several guys that called him out on his shit. But there were specific guys who ended up. Tattling on him to Gabby, well, to Rachel, who then tattled to Gabby, and then that is how Chris got sent home. Um, so Hayden was one of them, which is a surprise because he seems like more of a front runner, and usually front runners stay out of the tattling game because they are so secure in the fact that they are a front runner, so they don't need to like go bitch about the other people in the house. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then really get anything made in this episode though. Nothing this episode, but they showed him a lot last episode, so I know he's going far. Yeah. Um, okay. Jordan H, which is not surprising. Jordan H gives me Tattletale vibes. Like he, out of everyone, seems like he'd be a Tattletale. Um, he's from Tampa. We suck, so it makes sense. <laughs> um, and then Quincy. That one surprised me because I thought Quincy himself was going to be a villain. And turns out he's the tattletale, which means he's not going to be a villain, most likely, because usually the tattletale of the season is not the villain of the season. Um, so Quincy will be around tattling on boys the rest of the season as long as he's there. And I'm kind of excited for it because Quincy's definitely annoying and I wouldn't want to be friends with him, but he <laughs> seems fun. And he wore that banana he's hammock watch. so damn well um, during the pageant, which segue, we should just go into the pageant. <laughs> yes, agreed, 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 agreed. So, give me your thoughts, Hannah. There's a second best Gabby quote for me that happened during this segment of the show. Unfortunately, um, they're talking. Something happened. Someone does a good job with their little, you know, skill, and Gabby goes, "Ooh, stiff competition." Ugh, iconic. She's so iconic. So good. Just so timely with her delivery. She just. Says it so well. I just want to bottle it up and give it to people. Um, but other than that, there was there was one little something something I just have to bring up really quick that we we have no reason to talk about. It was when the episode first started. And they're talking about um, all the men. There's too many men in the house, and they show the bunk bedroom. <laughs> Did you guys see that part where yes. there was like literally thirty something cotton pads on the ground and just men? snoozing and i was like that's what they deserve you know i, I loved it <laughs> anyways back to what we we're talking about uh the pageant thing um so quincy was wearing the green suspender thong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. banana hammock i think oh, is what those thong, are called thong, thong. banana hammock just iconic. right no did i make that up no that I, th- I thought a banana hammock was just a speedo in general oh i don't know I swam in high school. I don't know. We never called it a banana hammock. So <laughs> I think I learned that on Friends, the TV show. Um, okay, so some Girl. notes I wrote down just real quick. I put Colin, evil hair. I guess I thought his hair looked like a bad person's hair. Logan, <laughs> sh- shoes and socks. Gross. Um, Quincy mm-hmm. with like a speedo on. Like, get, don't be weird. And then Quincy, I guess banana hammock. Um, meatball. I want to burn my retinas off. Uh, Johnny, uh, he's really hot as a pilot. <laughs> and that's that's my wrap up. Um, what did you guys get from it? <laughs> I had a couple takeaways. One of my first takeaways is calling out gross, weird Jesse. And I think, I think Jesse, again, is the villain of the season. I've been saying this from the beginning. I think he's the villain of the season because he <laughs> made it weird. Like, the, the I Jesse. get, like, the girls were already like, oh... Jesse as in, like, the host. Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer. I apologize. Jesse Palmer as in the host. (laughs) The guy that I was like, I do not know who that is. Jesse Palmer. Okay, okay. Go back to what you were saying in the beginning then. Scroll back. So I think that Jesse Palmer is the real villain of the season, like I said last week, because he gives gross energy a lot of the times. He says little things that kind of just, like, rub me the wrong way. And at the beginning of this, like, little pageant date – so to – quickly recap the pageant date basically the girls were gonna do a pool day apparently but it was raining and they still wanted the guys to take their shirts off so they could see their quote-unquote six-pack abs 
And so they decided to have them dress up in Speedos and give a little mini pageant performance where they walk across stage. This is also happening in the living room of of the mansion, so it's not very fancy looking. And then they have them do a talent of some sort, which is how we get back to Chris's weird high school musical like get moment. Your, get your head in the game. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and so they, yeah, and then they ask them questions essentially. So before it starts, Jesse says that the person who shows the most skin might win. And he's like, I know it's crazy, I'm but it's not like it. And I was like, ew. ew, this is gross. And I was like, Jesse, this is implied. You don't have to say it. You saying it makes it weirder. And you See, specifically say that. it makes it weirder. He says that then, but then when they're like talking about how Quincy should keep that outfit going forward, Jesse's like, no, 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 please, no. It's giving homophobia. I'm sorry. It's, it's giving, giving homophobia. homophobia. Bark, Let's bark. Um, um, my way, favorite. Sorry, go ahead. Take, oh, you're still going? I was going to say one more thing that was really funny. Um, they going. put black boxes over all the bulges, but made sure to show Ryan <laughs> stuffing socks into his speedo. <laughs> it was his. It was his final fifteen minutes of fame. Okay, like Aww. give it to him. Oh, fucking mean. I love <laughs> Rest in peace, Ryan. Rest in peace. Rest um, in my peace. favorite. My favorite takeaway from the whole pageant is how uncomfortable the men got um this is exactly this is exactly what i wrote these guys all talk like being in front of other guys in a speedo is some tall task like their lives were drastically affected because some men saw the imprint of their ween who hurt you guys who hurt you look 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 i i, I swam in high school so like i was constantly in speedos around everybody and their parents and their mothers and their coaches who cares like it's not a big deal. So like, I think it's just like a, it's an internalized homophobia thing where these guys are like afraid to like, Oh, if somebody sees my penis, it means I am this or that. And it's just like, everybody just fucking relax. Like, Mm-hmm. So I just that's my takeaway from the whole thing is everybody was so uncomfortable and they did not have to be so gross. Um, yeah. I want to scroll back real quick to the comments on Meatball because we didn't really describe exactly what Meatball did, and I think that people need to understand how fucked up it was and how oh they need to arrest this man for the behavior because I it was so this man who again his nickname his nickname is Meatball. And the fact that his nickname is Meatball, I don't even know what his real name is, says everything I need to know about him. He lets people call him Meatball. He is Meatball. Oh, because all of his siblings have... Call him Meatball? Oh. (laughs) The nickname is Sausage, do you remember? Oh, yes. That was another quote I wrote down. (laughs) Yes. Okay, sorry. Continue, continue, continue. Um, Paint me a word picture of what he did. Basically, this man comes out in his Speedo like everybody else, and then he takes a jar of marinara. And just like with meat. seductive, it had meat on it. Meat in it too. It had. I'm pretty. It was sure a bolognese. It. it was chunky. Ew, that's even worse. Think, but don't, basically, don't he quote poured me. this sauce all over himself and then started eating it off of himself seductively, while he like stared at Gabby and Rachel. And this is actually a moment where Rachel um, was funny because she was like in her in her interview, she was like. Look, I'm Italian and I love sauce, but I don't eat canned sauce. <laughs> she's like, or she said, I don't do canned sauce. And I was like, Girl, Oh my god, yes. Do I. That shit's nasty. That was that was nasty. 
so fucking weird. Like, he said that was a talent. He said, Chris is out here Troy Bolton it. We got some other people doing other Boy, things that Bolton. I can't remember. <laughs> and then he pours sauce on his body and then eats it. It made me that, really uncomfortable. There's not a lot of things that can make like, me uncomfortable. Meatball, meatball, walk to the door. You're out. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Was, wasn't one of the guys like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat spaghetti for a while. <laughs> like, yes. It's going to take me yes. a little bit. Yeah, they like, commented on the smell in the room. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, that's See, that's something I didn't think about. That probably smelled ooh. like... I don't want to think about it. I want to stop talking about it. It's so gross. I hate it. I'm like envisioning it again and I right, hate we it. Should get, we should get pasta tomorrow for dinner. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Let's go into both of the one-on-one dates because they were both a little Moving uncomfy in my on. opinion. Um, let's start Moving with on. Gabby's awkward date with hot dad Nate. Um, and the only reason it was awkward and the only reason it's in an uncomfy moment is because they are so weird. Like the two of them are both so awkward and uncomfortable and nervous that yeah, Nate's a dork, and I love Nate it. is such a dork. He he didn't even know what to say sometimes. Like he would he mm-hmm. would like start saying something and then he couldn't remember the full thought, which totally relatable. Um, and then he would just say something weird or awkward, and like I found it so endearing. I would like to start off this uh, segment by reading the first. Uh, Note that I wrote when Nate came on the screen getting ready for his date. I said, Nate puts on one squirt too many of his cologne. Bad start. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, shh, shh, he was nervous. Is that like, he, okay, he, like, relax. He hand rubbed it in. He was Did nervous. He? I watched, there was so much cologne. No, you don't just, you don't nervous spray too much cologne on you. You do that all the time. Okay, the Nate okay. slander is unnecessary, and we don't need that here. We and are then my Nate next, my next quote. My next quote was, oh, damn, Gabby looks hot with two <laughs> so, Amen. She looked good. She looked good. Um, and, yeah, y'all amazing, can go now. <laughs> I said my piece. You said your piece. Mm, I'm trying to think some of my thoughts. I think you guys kind of hit him on the head. Like, it was uncomfortable at times to watch mm-hmm. but my heart was happy that it was happening mm-hmm. but my eyes didn't want to see it you know like yeah. that's kind of where i was at <laughs> i like, don't know that i <laughs> you don't agree <laughs> you don't I know what that means it. i loved i loved the whole day maybe i just am uncomfortable uncomfortable with other people being happy but um <laughs> it was just <laughs> like <laughs> They were just sometimes oh. like when they're when they were like about to kiss or in the middle of kissing or just like talking. I would just be like, "Oh, not in front of me." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's my main takeaway from the date. Thank you. I think right? they were super cute. I think that Nate opened up Gabby in a way that like she wasn't even prepared for herself. He told her that he's a girl dad, and mm-hmm. she talked about how she. At least in her interview, she talked about how she was, like, always nervous or scared to be a mom and that he kind of gave her the confidence to, like, one day maybe she might want to decide to do that. And I don't know if that means that she's ready to be a mom right now, which is what being with Nate would mean. Um, But I definitely think that Nate shot up to, to like, her number one spot, at least for me. And I think that it was beautiful to kind of watch Gabby be so vulnerable Um, Mm -hmm. and for Nate to also be so vulnerable and talk about his daughter so sweetly he said that he that she reminds him of coffee because or the human form of coffee and i was like that's so funny and cute and like such a specific way to like talk about your child 
Um, but yeah, what did you what did you think, Adam? Uh, when when they were like both tearing up together, I was one hundred percent also tearing up with. Them. It was so that good. Was, I was. I was there with them on that. He date. called me to tell me that he was crying. Aww. <laughs> it was so fucking cute. It was like, so and, sweet. And then when they were like, kind of like dancing, and like, and then Gabby did the interview about like saying how she has always been scared to be a mother. Like that touched me a lot. Yeah. Like I thought that was really beautiful. And um, I think we're seeing Nate bring out like the side of Gabby that. I think she wants to be and I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I think what I'm nervous about and I talked to Ray about earlier is that she might not at the end of this want to be a mother because that's yeah. a whole other decision. Um mm-hmm. and I think Ray said like he might bring out the ability for her to one day be a mother. She he might help her be more confident in that, but she might not be ready right after this for that. So that's the only tough yeah. thing with Nate, but I think I mean, genuinely, if Nate didn't have a kid, I think Nate's the guy. Like, it's yeah, it's unfortunate. I think Nate's so a we'll match. see. We'll yeah. yeah, it sucks. We'll see if we'll see if she's ready to be a mother. <laughs> I think it's I think it's more at this point, or not at this point, but later. It's going to be more about if she's ready to be a mother than if she's yeah. ready to be with Nate. Correct. Yeah, I think like the I fact that agree. he uh, is like pretty goofy, and you know, Gabby's a freak. Um, it, like it's easier <laughs> to be vulnerable with people you see that are like kind of on your playing field, like Absolutely. emotionally. Yeah. Like you know, like you'd be stupid most of the time, but then have those like moments of like vulnerability. And like I do think that is like a really big like posing question. Like it's not just Nate that she'd be picking; it's his daughter, and like mm-hmm. that's ooh, scary. Not so like I, but I do think I think I think that Nate will be good for gabby to keep around because i think he's going to be like kind of like her no bullshit person mm-hmm. which they're not yeah. those aren't always the people that get picked but like the yeah. kind of just the person they can be like leveled with a little bit like i feel like gabby was that for clayton in yeah season. like yes, she was kind I of agree. where he could come and just be like oh nothing ma- like it doesn't matter and like kind of like let mm-hmm. loose so like i'm int- I'm, I'm curious to see how that will play out I think it's funny because like we just talked about, or at least I know I just talked so much about how I think that Gabby's being herself and being authentic, but there's a part of her that is putting up a wall and using mm-hmm. humor and comedy to kind of like mask feelings, which is like super common and such a, like everyone overcompensates in some way. And so it was nice to, to watch her kind of like come out of her shell in a way that we kind of saw a little bit during Clayton season, but like in a very like more filled way. You know, and it felt way more natural this time. Um, Now let's talk about Rachel's one-on-one with good old Jordan V, the drag racer who keeps comparing fucking cars, driving cars to flying planes. Like, I can drive a car, Jordan. It's not that special. Like... Anyone can do it. Just He's like, yeah, no, we both sit in like, you know, these little <laughs> things and then go places. So we just have so much in common. And I think that like if I talk about it again and then it'll make us have even more in common. And <laughs> I yeah, I love drag racing. What you love flying planes. <laughs> What's funny is Rachel definitely like fed into that. Absolutely. Whole thing. And then at the end of the night, she was like, oh, I feel nothing. She's like, I have nothing in common with this person. Maybe because the only thing you had in common was the (laughs) drag race comparison to the plane. (laughs) 
that you both Rachel, sit in cockpits. Rachel started the date by saying, I, this isn't oh, an exact right. quote. She I said something this. like, it was something like, no one is here for me. And then it was like a couple All sentences out. later. And then it was like, Jordan is interested in me. Yep. Like, she basically so said, I like Jordan. It was because Jordan, I like Jordan likes because me. Jordan likes me. Amen. Oh, and I was like, sweetie. Yeah. I was like, sweetie. Rachel, no. But sweetie, yeah, boo-boo. I'm just like, funny, Jordan, yeah. The man who loved Rachel the most was Ryan. at the, And I found that out at the end of the episode. Like, And then he right? went home. Right? Like, we can talk about that later. Let's talk about that later, bro. We, we, we got to circle back. 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 Where did it come from? All right, you go. You go. Jordan. Jordan. No, now no. I can't even. No, we we moved to talk Ryan. Ryan. Let's talk about Ryan. Talk about Ryan for a second. We'll, we'll circle back. Okay. Where did that let's, come let's, from? Let's let's let's, let's 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 rewind to the first episode where Ryan is sitting there triggering me because he's like, <laughs> yep, shushing Gabby, calling Gabby little cutesy nasal, Gabby, Gabby, giggling left <laughs> and right, having the time of their life. He wants to propose right there on the spot. Gabby is ready to mount him. Skirt to the first few seconds of this fucking episode, and he's like, Ryan's like, well, I'm here for Rachel. Rachel's the love of my life. <laughs> I paused it, I rewound it because I said, I must have heard that wrong. I'm watching mm-hmm. with my sister, she goes, Maybe, maybe he meant to say Gabby, and he got their names no. confused. No. no, he I did the same thing. I rewound it twice. I rewound it twice. You want to hear what confused. I wrote on my notes? Please, you want to hear what I wrote me. on my notes. I wrote the shushing was the reason that Ryan got sent home. Hannah was right. <laughs> You're right. Yep. It literally so offensive. Hannah he deserves- was right. Underlined Thank you. italics, bold. Excellent. Learn right now. Learn right now. This is a lesson for everybody. I am always right. That's fair. <laughs> writing it, I'm writing it down. She usually writing is. She really Tattoo usually it is. it on your forehead. Don't forget. That was just right, we so... Can go back, we can go back to Jordan. Oh, yeah. Jordan. So... I think... Um, I, I think the date, genuinely, it felt like it went well. Like, it felt like it was, like, fun. They were enjoying themselves. I didn't read anything into it while it was going on. I thought it was fine. I thought, like, this is cookie cutter. This is basic. Like, you know, oh, Rachel's into him. He's into her. They kiss. Cute moment where they're floating around. And I, I literally wrote, oh, uh, Rachel is horny as fuck because they, like, bumped into the wall. And, like, Rachel just, like, grabbed his face and wouldn't stop kissing him. So I was like, okay. Like, this is going well. Great. And then we get to the dinner, and all of a sudden, she's just like, what am I doing? She's so like, bored. I, I bored. don't like this man at she's all, so and bored. I'm pretending to. I think he, she was he's trauma-dumping like, on her. Yeah. He's dumping his yeah. life trauma, and she's just like, boring. She, I think it was because <laughs> his, his life trauma – his life trauma was him just talking about his family's divorce, and I honestly think that made her be like, mm, "This is what you have to say to me about your trauma." This is a comparison. Okay, like, hold on. I, don't downplay not, divorce. Okay, it, look, it is definitely. I'm not. Like, I am not downplaying divorce. I know it destroys families and children and it leaves scars forever. But I genuinely saw in her face as he's telling her as he's telling his divorce trauma story, she got bored and disinterested. And that's so shitty. It's the, that's it's like shitty of her. It's shitty of her. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> I just like, think it was real really thing. bad timing. She should have yeah. come to this conclusion that she wasn't interested like five seconds before he started talking about his parents' divorce. He As a child of divorce of the age of 22, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be 
triggering. And it's so triggering. Like, good for him for sharing. But like Rachel could not have picked a worse time to cut to a, mm, but I'm not interested. Something's he just literally, not there. He literally told her about Sorry. the divorce and then she got up from the table and was like, I need a minute. And then came back and said, She doesn't have divorced parents. <laughs> Maybe she thinks that he's like prone. Now he's going to get divorced since he comes from divorce and she doesn't Maybe. come from divorce. My Maybe. parents used to try to teach me that that you shouldn't date someone that was from divorced parents. <gasps> oh it's a real my thing God. my parents tried to teach me. Yeah. Let's just move on past that. We'll go. <laughs> healthy, healthy. We'll circle back to your family issues. <laughs> it's a later. real thing. Yeah. Family issues come later. Um, it's a real but basically, thing. Basically, after having a, a normal bachelor date, Rachel sends home Jordan V, who we all thought was going to make it really far because she, she liked how much he liked her. Um, but goodbye, Jordan V. You may now drive off in your drag racing machine that does not fly that you keep comparing it to. Have Jeez. a nice life. Hey, you don't know. We'll see you in Maybe paradise, you probably. You're like in a different type of drag racing where they you're got right. wings on the nope, cars. You're right. You're completely don't right. Judge a book by its car. It's time for Adam's favorite segment, Fuck Mary Punch. Who do you got for us this week? All right. Welcome to Fuck Mary Punch, where we talk about who you want to fuck, who you want to marry, who you want to punch. This week, um, I actually lied earlier because we have Chris on the yeah. liar. Um, I, you know what? He's gone, and I like to include people that are not going to be included anymore in the show because we'd never be able to talk about them again. So this week, fuck Mary Punch. Your options. This is a really hard option. Your options, Hannah and Ray, are okay. Jordan H. Okay. Logan, Ooh. Logan, the double kisser, the double kisser, and Chris. The basketball choice. I, I have my answer. I, have I my hate answer. all of it. Oh, Hannah. Go, wow, that was Hannah. fast. Okay. These are my thoughts. I'm going to marry Jordan H. Because he is the gossip of the group. And so he will always Ooh. have the tea. He will always have drama. He will always be a part of the narrative. And I want to be associated. I want to come home at the end of a long day and be like, give it to me. And then for 45 minutes, he's just giving me that good gossip. Sold. I've- I love that actually. <laughs> Marrying him. Great, great answer. Great answer. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I was thinking about this part of the segment earlier today and I didn't know who you were going to pick and I was hoping you would pick him because I <laughs> felt that way this morning. Okay. I'm going to obviously fuck Logan. I'm not blind. And then I'm going to punch Chris because he deserves it. Um, so That's this really is going to be super fun, but I'm doing the exact same thing. Um, I'm going to marry <gasps> Jordan H. Sister, sister. So my other my reason for marrying Jordan H will actually come later. Um, I love the sister okay. sister moment. Thank you for that. <laughs> I love it every time. Um, Jordan H I would marry because he seems the easiest to kind of just like just be there, control. you know? Like yeah, Loki control. I don't want to be fucking crazy. Um, he'll like just be sit there, there and look you know? good. I don't think he looks good. Like that's the biggest issue. Oh, I don't, me. I, I'm ugly. saying it. I'm saying it on my chest. I think he's ugly. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. You can marry me, George Beach. Hot, um, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Bark. Um, and then I guess I would fuck Logan, even though you said like you have eyes, so you choose Logan. I think that Logan is so unbelievably unattractive. Like. Unbelievably I'm unattractive. I, he, I have eyes. I think it's Hot more takes. of a base baseline. Like I, it's not like he's no, he's no Eric, Eric. Girl, but I still don't see that one either. It's, it's that mullet. It's the mullet. But he is not the worst thing to ever see in the world. So if it's either going to be I, a fuck a Logan or fuck a Chris, that's my argument. Okay, keep going. Bye. 
I would fuck Logan only because he seems like he'd be experienced because he'd be making out with a lot of girls. Um, he'd be fun. <laughs> and then I would punch Chris around. because honestly, Chris does need to be punched. Like he just he if he was punched more, yeah. like if he was bullied a little bit as yeah. a kid, he Taking probably would peg. be real humble right now. Like he probably yeah. was. Never I literally bullied. said earlier in this segment that I wasn't gonna put Chris in this because <laughs> we would all punch him, and then I went and I put Chris in this, and we all punched him. So you should. know what? I just you know, for a split foreshadowed second, this. I for foreshadowed a split second, it. I was gonna say fuck Chris just to like stir the pot here. Ooh, but I decided to stick with my like, guy. I can't do it. He deserves do a it. good old yeah. match. Messy. All right. So who do you think? So we know that Chris is a villain, obviously. But who do you think is a villain going forward? And who do you think is boring as fuck? Go ahead, Adam. Who's starting? So I think it's very obvious that Jacob is about to become, become a villain. Um, Tarzan? What did, yes. What did he okay. say in the in the promo, guys? Help me. Like he's, I didn't write it down. He said something. He uh, wouldn't continue he, the journey if it was just Gabby here. Something right, about right. that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, that's what Punch it was. Him. He literally looks at Gabby and says, "I will. I like. I honestly wouldn't continue if you were the only person here. Like that's insane. And, and how could you say that to a person? How could you? So he's my villain. My boring is he's gone, unfortunately. But Colin, he was the guy. He was he the guy the, who was the evil like, hair. Yeah, and he was also like during the pageant, he was so freaking skinny. I felt so bad. <laughs> um, but that's not why he's boring. That's not why he's boring. He was explaining to Rachel that he loves the Harry Potter books and he listens oh, to them on Audible and how the yeah. narrator so phenomenal on audible oh, for God, the harry potter baby and i was just like i was like sweetie sweetie, sweetie this is boy. not the hill you want to die on this is not sweetie the hill you want to die on like don't choose so this fucking funny like this is like we, you don't have a horcrux that you brought to just like not show Rachel horcrux like, oh <laughs> like, no uh, jk oh, rowling is so not your own it's movies. not a fun fact I would love that. I fuck you, Adam. Fuck you. Look, they're fine. Bad take, bad take, bad take, bad take. Ooh. We're going to revisit this, (laughs) y'all. They're fine. My villain. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. My villain villain is is going to be Mario. I'm the villain. Yeah, Adam's the villain. Mario is the villain. Is my villain that I foresee happening soon because he is now like going after Rachel. Even though he got the first impression rose from Gabby, he gets the last rose at the rose ceremony. So the producers are definitely being like, "Pay attention to this one." Um, mm-hmm. He's playing sus energy. He's giving us sus energy, and so therefore we are showing that to you. Um, and then my mm-hmm. boring person is my sweet husband Jordan H. Um, because like. He is a loser for for being like the main tattler. And then his oh, what was it? What really got me is when he was arguing with Chris about like, you know, the fantasy suite situation. He was like, "If you make it to fantasy suites, it means you're in love." And I was just like, "You fucking nerd, shut up." So sweet. <laughs> and and I loved Chris's response. Chris's response was like, "No, it means you made it to top four. Psychotic. Psychotic. To be fair, to be fair, Chris is kind of right there though. I like, agree. But, but then they were like, oh, you you you're treating it like it's a game, but 
I think they're putting words in his mouth there. They like, definitely were. They I definitely think were. there they were putting words in his mouth. But and he definitely put words so in his mouth there. Funny. All right. Um, what are yours, okay. Anna? Villain. Um, plot twist. Sister, sister. I put <laughs> Jordan H as my villain. Um, my sweet little husband has now gotten a taste of success. He has now tasted that when you snitch, things work in your favor. So now he's going to be power hungry. He's going to want to do it again and again and again. And I think he is going to morph into an unsuspecting villain. Ooh. Thank you. Love that take. Um, And then for my boring, uh, all of them deeply bore me (laughs) most of the time. Uh, There's like a few of them that are like probably more boring. Like the firefighter. I don't know why, but I just – he looks like Who? one of the people that when he's there's a firefighter. No, not a firefighter. He's a football coach. The football oh, coach. Kirk. I hate him. Kirk. He looks like the kind of guy God, that like when you're when he's talking to you, your eyes are just gonna like glaze over. Absolutely. So he's probably the most boring. And then also I still have it out for Hayden, but all <laughs> Okay, guys. Let's give our top four, give a new top four because lot honestly, we lost in our last top four. Jordan V's gone, Ryan's gone. We Mario's clearly going to be gone soon. Like this is our we fucked up last episode. So what are our new top fours? Give it to me, Adam. All right. So Gabby, I got Nate, obviously Johnny, Logan, and Erich. Um, and then Hannah, what who you got for Gabby? For Gabby, I have Johnny, Nate, Eric, and Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Johnny, Nate, Eric, so we have the same. Do we? Say your four again. Nate, Johnny, Logan, Eric. Oh, yeah, 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 we do. Yeah. So mine's almost exactly the same. Sister, I have Eric, a.k.a. Eric. Um, Eric. Nate, Logan, and wildcard Jason, because both girls seemed interested in him during the I pageant. don't know who that is. I who barely is Jason? do either. I barely who do is Jason? I just remember when I was watching the episode that the girls were interested in him. <laughs> All right. Who do you got for Rachel, uh, Hannah? For Rachel, I have, okay, two overlapping. Oh, Logan. Messy. I think Logan's still in the running. Johnny, I think, I, we don't really know Johnny yet, but I think he's going to start playing both fields again. Uh, or she's going to start playing both fields. Tino and Avon, yes. even though Avon seems pretty freaking boring, but I don't know him yet. Maybe that's a bad take. That's good enough. But he also his talent was literally just like fucking uh, having a, a basketball on his finger, just like spinning a basketball on his finger. That was his his. I mean, I can't do that. Talent. I know, it's but not he's easy hot. To do. And then he was just like spinning get you, a get fucking you basketball the game. on his finger. Ray, Ray hates sports. So I do hate sports. It's um, like, it's yeah. my Rachel guys are Latino, okay. hot Avon, but boring talent. Mm-hmm. Logan, which is a crossover with Ga- with Gabby, and then okay. our good, boring Southerner Hayden. <gasps> I forgot about Hayden. Oh damn! Rip. Rip. <laughs> I I have three of the same from you. I have Logan, Tino, and Hayden, and then I have Tyler, who oh, they shared forgetting a nice about kiss. Him. He's the small business owner. So real <gasps> quick, real quick, mm-hmm. real quick. At the beginning of the episode, Tyler. Um, we hadn't heard anything from him in the first episode and he came up randomly and I was like, Oh, Hey Tyler. And I saw a small business owner and my mind wandered. I said, where, what kind of small business could he own? And so Hmm. I, I wrote down a couple ideas. 
Um, so I'm going to share oh. them real quick. Um, okay. a couple <laughs> I'm going to close my options, eyes. A couple of potential options for small businesses that Tyler could own. Um, an edible shoe company. Naturally. Um, a, a goat rental company. Um, sure. A mm-hmm. cuddle party company. Real thing. Real thing. Looked it up. It's a, it's a very complicated it's thing. It's his business. So uh, of, course, uh, of course it exists. Right, sure. right, right. Rent, rent a mom. Um, okay, that ref- sounds sad. That professional potty training. Professional potty training. <laughs> oh, no. And then oh, the last one, I like this one because it has a little ring to it. Alibi supply. So it's like you supply an alibi to somebody. <gasps> that's that's, that's a real Adam, thing. Adam, okay, real marketer, thing. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Agent. You, you just sold us so, more uh, than the show did on him. Wow. <laughs> so I those are some ideas. I hope it's the goat rental. Inevitably, we found out what it was, but no. I'm not even going to touch on that. I'm not even going to touch on it that. Sounds We're just pretend as sketchy and weird, to be honest. So oh, is it, we'll is just like pretend a laundry, like it. Is it a laundromat? He's literally a, laundry a, he's literally a carny. He's like, he owns like uh, carnival games. He owns he has, carnival he games. Hayden has, has killed children. <laughs> no, it's Tyler. Oh, who? <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, yeah, Tyler's a small business owner. I've had a very long day. Moving on. That's really funny. That was amazing. That is wonderful. Let's quickly get into some of the biggest moments from the teaser and give some quick predictions. I'm going to just go do a quick rundown of what we saw. I only saw three major things. I saw Rachel being with with Zach. I saw her being with Avon. And I saw her being with Hayden. So... Two of those people are probably going to be her one-on-ones. Um, and then we see the whole moment that Adam kind of touched on earlier of Jacob telling Gabby that he wouldn't continue on this journey if she was the only bachelorette. And then we have Alec rejects Rachel's rose because he Jesus. would rather have one from Gabby. So what do we think is going to happen, guys? Um, I mean... I think that when Jacob bullies Gabby, Rachel will get rid of they'll they'll get rid of him. I think because like the way he said it was so rude. Because like a, like okay like Alex thing where he's like I'm sorry I can't accept your this rose. Like yeah it's it is hurtful and hateful and disgusting. But like it is in a polite way I guess. Correct. But like what Colin did was wrong and like was mean. And so I think he's gonna go. Um, one thing you missed was that. Eric, my husband, will be meeting Gabby's grandpa, who's my favorite person. Oh in the world, yes, who has a podcast, that. by the way. Um, <sighs> Competition so, that I honestly want to listen to. <laughs> I know. Sign me up. Subscribe. Um, and then yeah, those are my thoughts. I don't remember. Eric, Eric meets Papa. Um, oh. I was super excited about that. I, I think Eric is like a a top four candidate. For, for Gabby sure, easily. I think He's it's going to stay though. that way. Um, yeah, you know, you know, whatever. Evil's good. It's sometimes. the mullet. Um, I mean, but him meeting Papa, if he gets approval from Papa, like that is, it's going to send him. So, um, that's and true. Then I said Jacob sucks. Wow, and then Rachel going to quit. So, uh, <laughs> some things to be excited. Don't for. tempt us, Rachel. No, that's. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> this sh- this show I I did say I did say to Ray earlier I don't think this show ends with two bachelorettes. 
Skirt, skirt. I don't know what that means. I I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's like Gabby just leaves or Rachel quits or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe Nate and Gabby ride off into the sunset and go pick up his daughter. I don't know. Who knows? They pull uh, that blonde bitch. What was that her name? Beautiful. Raymond. Who? What? 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 Tasha took over for. Oh, Clara. Oh, Clara. Adam Adam made that comparison earlier. I oh my just god! Shall we move on to gossip? The rumor report. Yes, the ma'am. Report. Bring it, bring it. Okay. Hannah's so hideaway, if you will. I don't know. Ooh, motherfucker! Okay. Hannah's hideaway. <laughs> That's so good. So, welcome to Hannah's hideaway. Um, today we're going to talk about <laughs> two main pieces of gossip. Uh, the first one is Caitlin Bristow, our queen. She Love was her. on a little Twitter twatter rampage when the show was airing. I um, heard. Just like, going off and so one of her main takeaways that i think was interesting is that she is convinced that gabby told rachel that logan kissed her as well and that they cut it because they want it to become a very much like team edward team jacob shall we review twilight um (laughs) correct competition (laughs) where we pick we pick a side because how gabby would never do that to rachel but then I think it was interesting because I think Ray said earlier that like Gabby would do that to Rachel to kind of like protect her in that way because yeah, Gabby Adam knows that she's more that. confident. So skirt, skirt. That's a lot to think about. I, I, I personally think that she kept it from her to I think protect she kept it. Rachel's feelings because she could see yeah. how gung ho Rachel was. I do see where Caitlyn would have gotten that. That is totally something the, that the editors of the show would do is cut like that moment out. But I could see Gabby having like the emotional intelligence to like say that to not to, to not say that, I should say. Yeah. My gut reaction was that if if Gabby really did tell Rachel, Rachel is still so sensitive about like having like from Clayton season that the fact yes. that like if she's like, "Oh, you know, he likes her just as much as he likes me. I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not doing that. She wouldn't give that the energy. I agree. All right. What's our next little tidbit from Hannah's this Hideaway? One's, this one's a little spicy. So it's is it not. Is a hot take? It is. It's a, it's a take. It's a take I never saw coming. Are you Ooh. ready for this? So, okay. The I did not. I did never not. never saw coming. So. <laughs> It is very important to know that I do little to no research on backing these claims. I, Love I, that. I the <laughs> first thing, I, the matter. first thing I read, the first thing I read, gospel. It is Bible. <laughs> it is the truth. It Zero is the receipts, word of God. baby. Zero receipts. So I have no receipts, no proof, nothing to prove this theory except my eyeballs saw it a few hours ago. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of truth. Okay. Apparently, there's been some rumblings of people who know Hayden in real life, grew up around him, grew up near him. Hayden, sweet little Josh Peck slash grocery store Joe. Mm. Mm. He's evil. Oh, he's a he's a, a hidden evil nasty man. Oh, he's like, a he future villain. That like Hayden, sweet little baby Hayden that looks like squishy, is going Southern to turn around. Grocery store Joe, if you will. Nasty snake. What do you think? Thoughts, oh, feelings, he's emotions. A villain. He's the one who went to UCF, correct? That sounds right. I think he went to UCF. Yeah. So the as a we former UCF student, we're villains. All of us we're are all terrible. villains of our own stories. Totally let's that. be honest. 
could totally oh see it. Oh, my God. I could, I could see, see him see being it. a frat boy who, like, was kind of, like, going around being a little bit of a fuckboy to girls and sororities and just kind of, I don't know. I could totally see it. You UCF, like, guys were he's terrible. Just like, he's sitting at Lake Claire just, like, on his letters, and he's just, like, looking at Oh, I girls, love this. Mm. Love it. Love it. Ugh. Chugging beers um, on a fucking tailgate morning. Okay. I know we're going to wrap up soon, errors. but I have something I have to ask. Something I have to ask or think about it because it's been eating me alive. What do you guys think? So, okay, the one-on-one dates this week. So, Mm -hmm. you know, personally, I believe that Rachel picked Jordan because she knew Gabby wasn't interested. And that's why Mm -hmm. Gabby picked Nate because she knew knew Rachel wasn't interested. And so it was like if they decided to give them the rose or not, it's no skin off the other's back. This isn't a Logan, Ryan situation where maybe multiple people are potentially involved. Do you think, do you have a theory? Have you thought about like in the next coming episodes, like what if Logan gets a one-on-one date? What if? Yeah. Like what is going to be their protocol? Do you think, do you think they're doing this cognizantly, like deciding or do you think it was, I don't know. What do you think? I think they definitely did that on purpose. I think Nate and, um, What's his name? Jordan, right? Jordan V. I think Mm -hmm. those were very on purpose because Mm -hmm. they decided like, okay, these are guys we immediately know. Like Rachel's like, I'm not really into Nate. So you go for it. And Gabby's like, I'm not really into Jordan. I don't give a fuck about cars. Go for it. (laughs) And so like they went on those very purposefully. I think this is about to get really messy because Mm -hmm. once you start getting involved with the guys that both of them, like, mm-hmm. I was thinking in my head when Jordan was, like, being sent home or not giving the rose, like, well, what if Gabby So did I. That's the same yeah. thing. That's the same thing. Yeah, I was that's so what I thought. Confused. So they yeah. clearly already had a predetermined, like, uh, agreement that if, like, if you don't like Jordan, I'm fine if you want to send him home. That is going to, that's not going to work going forward. I no. I have a theory that for the first couple of weeks, so I think maybe even next week, it's going to be similar where they choose where they both choose guys yeah. that only they are specifically interested in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. or at least they think that. You know what I mean? And then I think going forward, Logan. the expectation or Eric, um, the expectation is going mm-hmm. to be that the girls are only going on the dates with the men that they're interested in and that they know the men are interested in them. Yeah. However, I think that men are terrible and they tend to make poor decisions <laughs> and when there are more multiple options involved they tend to their penis doesn't work correctly and then they're like well i might actually like rachel win the whole time they've been going after <gasps> malfunction Gabby. i have a theory malfunction <laughs> i have a theory we saw a teaser we saw a teaser it was like a two-on-two date and halfway yes. through it's like let's switch dates maybe what they'll do is start grouping it so if it's a guy that only one of them likes the other one doesn't something like that it can be a one-on-one date if there's like a couple <laughs> guys that they Good feel idea you know something for then it'll be like a two-on-one or a two-on-two one of those was eric correct for like he was with tino tino was one of those guys so was tino and eric though that would be weird people two weird people i would think it would be like eric and logan Logan, yeah i know it was tino though in that group date where they said let's switch but like what the fuck? It's gonna get weird. Why, was, why would get Rachel weird. let that happen? Oh, I have so many questions. Okay. All right. Well, well let's leave it with that. Find out next week. It was amazing <laughs> going over the second episode of The Bachelorettes. 
Um, honestly, I thought it was a really good fucking episode. I think Adam mm-hmm. and Hannah both agree. Um, we will be back again next week with another episode. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review, baby, because oh, wow. Idiot Box is here. Yes, ma'am. Goodbye. Goodbye.